Yo, 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 yeah, B. Listen up, OB Nation. Myself and B wanted to make this special episode in hopes of giving someone a motivation to confront anything and everything they may be facing in life. We are opening up to our listeners to share our personal thoughts, struggles, and outcomes on this episode. What I wanted all of you to know is that this is not by any means easy to get on a huge platform and share these type of things with the world. And it took a lot of thought and time to decide on doing this episode. So before we get into things, I just want to thank you all that is listening. And we hope that each and every one of you takes something from this episode and it helps with whatever mental struggles you may be facing in these trying times we are currently in. And it also gives you the courage to reach out for help or to simply just communicate with someone you trust. So tune in for this special episode from Mental Health Awareness Month. They gon' miss me when it's too late. I'ma be the reason why my team ate. And why they should be playing me like two day. Making timeless pieces like I'm Johnny. Dang, God, dang, I'm just trying to ride. So once again, as you all know or don't know, May is Mental Health Month. So on this episode, we'll be putting ourselves out there and touching on a topic I know most of our listeners understand. Now, May May, May is Mental Health Month. Now, last year, I did not know that. So me, me, me and O have real, uh, real, real, real encounters, real, real stories to tell. We won't be telling them all, you know, this, this episode, but you will get to know us on a personal level because yeah. that, that's what we are real. We're here to help, man. We're here to um... So I know it's a lot of people out there that feel like they don't know how to express these things to people or they think people might take it as a joke. Like you can only you only portray portray who you are. So, I mean, a lot of people do a good job of hiding these things. They could be the most flashy and happy person you see every single day. But they're not going to. Of course, they're not going to tell you this for any type of reason. But hopefully this show gives some people that courage to just 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 open up and talk about it. Definitely, definitely. So the the first the the first um the first thing you can do when it comes to you know trying to get somebody to open up, you know, you open up yourself and then you can be an example to someone else. You know, to be a role model. I do that almost every day at my job. So oh you want to give us a little a little confession to you know <clears throat> uh some things you've been through, man? Yeah, a little, little, um, starting off with a little light, little light things about my little history, man. Um, I'm basically one who deals with depression. I want to say not on the daily, but on the daily at times and a lot in my past, basically it comes and goes with the circumstances of life. Of course, um, whether it's from seeing terrible things going on in the world, basically on social media or TV, like, I try not to speak a lot on those things, which I've said in past episodes because of the way it affects me. So that's one tactic I do to kind of just ease that up on myself. So at times it comes for no reason. I can say that, too. Like, some days I wake up depressed with no real meaning to it at all. Like, I just don't be knowing. It's just the feeling that you get. And some days it just develops throughout my day when... When my mind races for no reason, I got all these thoughts in my head that I really haven't thought about in a long time. They just show up out of nowhere. So there, of course, there, of course, has been deeper reasons at times. But 
we'll get more into that later in the show with the with a few questions. Well, as far as mental health comes, I had well like any other any other person when I was younger. You know, I, I had my insecurities. You know about you know being being in the in crowd or whatever. You know, and. I say the insecurities because I had insecurities about not being in the cool crowd. You know, I wanted to be with the jocks. You know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be the guy getting all the girls, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, that that was modeled for me. But, you know, I was I was shy, you know, and I, I didn't know the first thing to say to a woman, you know. And, you know, as, as a teenager, you think there's nothing wrong with them. There's something wrong with me. So, you know, and you, you you down yourself, you say, why, why am I so different? You know, when you're, you're, when you're 14, 15, 16, you know, even as young as uh, 12, you look at yourself, you say, oh, why is my lips so big? Why my, why my face look like this? And you start to pick yourself apart and it can, it can take you to depression. And, and it did kind of take me to a depression when I look back on it, it kind of did. Man. And I feel you like, um. I first went to high school, like, at first, you know, when you go in, when I first went in from, was that, eighth grade, eighth grade to ninth, mm-hmm. I was a little chubby, chubby-ass motherfucker, but <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, that, I started boxing, and that wore off, but then after that, man, acne hit me like crazy, and yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little lighter skin tone, so it, it looked more like red everywhere and just waking up in the morning and seeing that and asking, can you stay home from school type of thing? Like that, that stuff really hurts you after a while. Like, yeah. you know, you see people looking at you and then the ones that ask you about it, it's like, I, how am I supposed to explain this? Like, it, it's just there. I'm trying. Yeah. Acting is a major deal when you're a teenager. Cause you're trying to, you're trying to get your image together, you know, exactly. and, to have that acne pop up around that time, the hormones going, it happens to almost everybody, and that's a big deal. You know, it's, it's a big, it's, it really is a big deal. Um, so when I went to college, I learned about what's called emotional, no, no, I'm sorry, it's called imaginary audience syndrome. So when you have these issues, you start to think everyone's looking at you. Everybody's looking at me Everyone's looking at the pimple on my lip Everyone's looking like When in reality Most of those people aren't looking at it But you're so, you know mm-hmm. Insecure about it You think everyone's looking at it I had a I had a bump on my lip I was one of the worst um, Acne fights I had um, <laughs> In the same context as uh, O was talking about And I kept coming to school And I was covering my lip I was covering my lip and my friend came to me. He saw me doing it, and at the end of the day, he was like, "Yo, stop covering it up. You're making it worse. You're making people look." And I said, "Oh, you know what? You're right." <laughs> and I stopped covering it, and it was like it was like a light bulb in my head. I was like, "Oh, okay." So it's just there, and you know that that kind of changed how I viewed it. And I was like, "Oh, like the more I try to cover it up, the more people will want to stare and want to ask questions." So that's when I learned it's it's kind of cool to be open about your insecurities so you can turn your insecurities into a strength if you can just change just the way you think about it right right and i mean um some of the younger listeners out there you gotta um i know it's hard like times have changed since since back then i'm telling you like social media and imaging has changed a whole lot since basically 
we grew up when we were in high school. But for a long time, I I don't want to say blamed, but I was mad because I had to go to school with that. Just asking to stay home. And I just wanted to be understood, like, why I didn't want to go. And I was so mad that I had to. And, like, it, it basically, it made me very mad at certain people. <sighs> yeah. Because we, but at the same time, bro, we, we take, we took our image so serious back then. Like, it's high school. This is where you make yourself. This is where you become known. And we got to understand that you have to still go through the day-to-day life. Even with these problems, you can't stay home and hide, man. It's going to make it worse. It's going to make depression build up even more. You can't hide forever. So you can't, you can't be mad that you still have to go through life. And you still have to go through the tasks on a daily basis because you're trying to hide these things, man. You got to still get out there and life goes on, man. You have to have to handle it. Yep, life goes on. That's the best way to put it, with or without you. Don't want to be without you. So after, so you know, so after high school, you know, you got over the pimple thing eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did too eventually. And, you know, what really, what really shapes young men, you know, at that age, you know, you start you start looking at women, you know, and you start to you start to get a little hair on your chest, you know, you get your little hair on your face, you know, you start to think about how can I how can I look better, you know, how can I how can I um you know obtain this woman that I like and I would say this is the time where you learn to deal with rejection. And, you know, you hear a lot of stories about a guy getting rejected and he ends up assaulting a woman that rejected him. So in my in my eyes, you know, I, I see that as, you know, that's an inner child thing that really he hasn't healed from. You know, a man who isn't getting who a man who isn't used to getting rejected or hasn't accepted that, you know, not every woman wants him. So when he does mm-hmm. some kind of extreme behavior, you know, that's obviously a part of him that hasn't learned to accept rejection yet. All right. And this this type of thing can also be Fixed and taught in the household um, growing up, man. You These things are instilled on you from your parents or basically the people that you grow up with. You're around every day and all day. Like, you got to understand that everybody out there is not for you. It's not always going to work out in your favor, man. So once you, like, you start working on that, you get that, like, in your mindset, man, I'm telling you to make things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just cause, just cause, like, um, let me think. Like, like your your mom or dad might have like told you you weren't good enough. Like, oh, you you can't do this. You're stupid. You're not even smart enough to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you go out in the world, and and a girl tells you like, oh, or a man tells you, oh, you aren't pretty enough. Oh, you or you aren't smart enough. And, and you know, you never resolved that issue with your mother. So you go out in the world, and you hear this again. And you and, and you as an unhealed adult, you when you're low key emotionally, you're a child. You haven't dealt with it, and you're liable to do extreme things. You see it all the time, like shows what like Criminal Mind or something like that. Mm-hmm. You watch Criminal Minds, and they and they and they, and they uh, my boy Reed, he's a beast, and he go he goes through. He says, "Yo, you know, most people twenty. He got he got the statistics. He running them down. They going back through their childhood. You know, behavioral analysis unit is a very real thing in the FBI." And, you know, you can tell a lot about an adult male, adult woman from their childhood and how they was raised, mm-hmm. where they was, where they was raised, 
you know, the demographics and race. Yeah, a lot goes into that, man. But it, it could just be, and this is like speaking to like the the new parents out there and basically you're raising young kids or even basically the people that have kids that still live in their household. Like they're getting ready to go out there and face the world themselves. Like things that can help shape their life for a better outcome, a better showing them how to treat the opposite sex. Like you have to tell your kids simple things like when you're proud of them, when they're doing something right, tell your kids you love them. Don't wait to the last moment because these things can affect their life. I'm telling you, let them know how you feel. Tell them when they're doing something right, like rewards your kids. It, it makes a big difference mm-hmm. in their life. I'm telling you, it 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 could save them from actually hitting women or men or loving their spouse the right way. Like you have to instill these things. Right. Parents are the first role model that the children have growing up to show what a relationship looks like. So. If your relationship is messed up with your significant other, mm-hmm. their first relationship is nine times out of ten, or statistically, is going to be messed up mm-hmm. because that's what you model for them, or they're just going to have a harder time. All right, things might not be right between you and your spouse, but even take the moment to explain to these kids or teenagers what's going on, so they know what not to do. Like y'all, it's, it's all about communication, mm-hmm. man. Y'all look down on these kids for their age and say, oh. It ain't no point for me explaining them to them. They're they're too young to understand. No, they, especially with the way media is nowadays, they understand maybe more than you do. They can probably probably diagnose the problems that you're having in your relationship better than you. So, like, just take the time to explain it. I mean, you can be saving their future. I'm telling you, definitely, definitely saving their future. And, and back back to the social media thing because that's like a new that's like a new. Um, obstacle that we didn't have to face growing up. We had our issues, but we didn't have social media issues. So Man. on social media, you know, you constantly have, you know, so so for example, this this past spring, you know, everyone everyone got their stimulus and they got their, you know, they 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 doing the forex. They got all these jobs, so people are taking trips now. Like things are opening back up, so a lot of people are taking trips. You know, they showing out. As far as my fee shows, you know, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like I'm not hating. That's fine. I went out my damn self. You know, I had a good ass time. But I mean, the thing I'm the the point I'm trying to make is that people are always showing them best their best selves on Instagram. Like so, you open up your phone, you go on Instagram, and you scroll for for maybe 15 minutes, and you see everyone constantly at their best, their best self, best self. Mm-hmm. You see the best self of all these people. And to one who has, once again, a part of himself who isn't healed from whatever happened before, they're weak and they get insecure. Like, oh, oh no, I, now I got to go on trips. Now now I got to do this. Right. Now. And, and right. that can that can affect everywhere else in life. Like, you spend the money you don't have to keep Bro, up with energy. I keep was about Jones. to say that. You, <laughs> Y'all you know, gotta you buy stop. and weave. You, you buy and weave you don't even have because she got the new Brazilian. Like, Come on with it, and then and then let let you be in a relationship, and now you got your spouse spending money that they don't have, you know, to to keep up with your habits, and and then you know it, it can leak, it can leak into all aspects of life when you when when you're weak and you're and you have your insecurities that you had since 
since teenagers that we're that we just touched on earlier that these things have been healed when it comes to your mental health it's very important take a week from social media do not be on that your first 15 minutes of waking up bro let me tell you like this is jumping like into a quick little section of priority don't let social media hype you up don't let these people on here hype you up that have the means to buy these things Don't don't get on there They don't show you their losses Bro they don't And y'all just out here Spending your last On things that you don't need Just to For the likes Bro It's Life is about more than the likes And, and all that shit Like if, if you're still tied up In the shit like that Worrying about who Or how many likes you got Unless you're making money off this shit You should not care Go to therapy Live your life outside of social media man I'm telling you Because you, all you see on there is the perfect pictures and the perfect scenarios and everything this person is doing right in life. They not posting their bad moments. Why do people get on there and record themselves crying? I ain't seen that in a while. How like, do you do that? Like no They want people I mean that's that? that's a cry for help. That's attention seeking behavior. And if that's your friend, you need to call them. Yes. There are literally people on Twitter like Oh, I don't think I want to live to see tomorrow. And like, they get no com, no one comments or anything, even on Facebook mm-hmm. or anything. Like, you need to check up on your strong friends. And then as soon important. as you see all the comments the next day, oh my god, I can't believe that. Um, I wish I'd have saw the signs. The signs was there. The signs was there. You got to know what to look out for. But when somebody is doing something like that, and y'all call them attention seekers and think they just doing it, so people like, no, it's a cry for help. Do what you can to help that person. It, it probably only takes one message. Are you okay? That's probably all they're looking for, man. They want somebody to vent to. Be that person for somebody. I don't care if it's a stranger. Mm-hmm. Be that person. I once saw a video. It was a girl. She was walking in a parking lot. And it was another guy. He was walking from the store that she was about to go in. And he walked past her. And she turned around and says, that scarf you're wearing is beautiful. I think you're beautiful. That dress is beautiful. She said, thank you. And and um, they they fast forwarded to her at home and she was about to hang herself. Mm-hmm. And right before she about to hang herself, she thought of what the guy said to her and she stopped. Girl. So all it takes is one compliment, one conversation to change someone's life. That's it. You know, and that still sticks to me when I think about that a lot. And, you know, the most important people you need to be giving these compliments to your kids, your kids, they're going through life like you, but they're not, they, I mean, a lot of these kids growing up now think they have too much pride to say anything or they think it a pass, but like it is wearing on them. Let them know that you're there for them. Yes. They're going through the pandemic. They're not playing outside anymore. They, they the suicide rate is up in 12 year olds. That's ridiculous It's 12 years How can you be 12 years old Thinking about ending your own life What life You barely have A a lot of that shit Comes from social media Dog Yeah I said growing up bro We was on the cusp Of what MySpace So Mm -hmm. shit was just like Just starting to pop off So we Pure fun We wasn't even taking it serious It's too many platforms Out here now With with issues on Every single one man Fucking Facebook Snapchat Instagram, you got all these different things to worry about, and that's all these kids do all day, especially when they they sitting home during this time, just just going through it, watching what everybody else is doing, going through everybody else's problems while dealing with their own. 
cops out here killing us. Like it is so much going on. Very, very traumatic. No, very, very, very traumatic, especially for people of color. We're constantly being attacked. You go on TV, another black man got shot down. Um, you go in there. Oh, Corona is affecting people of color. Like how? Like it's always us as a people. We have very. It is not a day that goes by that I know. That that everyone of color is going through some type of anxiety every day. You cannot tell me you don't Bro, go do some type of anxiety every day. Like right down to to the you know the the the, the little smile when you walk in the elevator, the little awkward thing where you uh, in the elevator with a white person and they give you the they give you <laughs> <laughs> the you just like oh this white <laughs> like like it's just certain experiences that. When it comes to mental health that, you know, that you guys don't understand, like when we're driving and we see them lights flash, how you feel when them lights flash? Oh, don't heart drop. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I say I ain't get, this is neither here nor there, but I ain't yeah. get pulled over in a while, but I'll be waiting. Or I'll be waiting when the cop get behind me like, bro, I hope he pulled me over so I can make him feel so dumb. I know all my shit is up to date. I know I'm good on everything. I know I wasn't doing that wrong, so... That might be my fault because I don't think about that soon as no, I no. See. But but it's wild that you have to even have that that attitude just for that because you, because of the circumstances. Don't you understand? Like the fact that you have to go into this whole thing is something in itself. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right. So man. so it's crazy. And another thing I wanted to say real quick: um, mental health is not is not colorblind. It don't care about race. It don't care about how old you are, how young you are. It can it can happen to anybody, man. Yeah. So 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 also going into that. See see you see how so so far in the show we we've shown we we've given some stories about ourselves and and we we show some emotion there. So so the thing about it though we're we're twenty we're we're, we're pretty much older, mm-hmm. you know. But when we was younger, and now right or wrong, was you told like all right when you go out in the world show all the emotion in the world. Like it's okay to cry and all that. Bro, Were you sure that? Um, Were you told that? No. How much? And I'm gonna get. Let me get into that real quick. So go ahead, get into it, man. I'm gonna start by and let me just run it down. So this, this basically, I, I feel like all mine started. Like I said, I had a few moments back when I was younger with all the you know growing up type of thing, but everything kicked into overdrive when, like, of course, I mean, this is everybody. You had it a. Had to start paying bills, man. Having a young child that that ties into your mental health. Like all these are factors. Like moving out of my parents' house, man, into my first place with is who is my wife now, and just having to provide with a job that I literally hated going to every day took a big toll on me, man. Which put me in a very dark place that I felt I couldn't get out of. For that reason alone. I had to spend a week away from my family, my wife, my child, whom I've never been away from in a time period because, and being that down just pushed me to that point. And I try to block that moment out of my mind because a lot of people don't know that. And I don't let people that close, that close enough to know that. Like, that was a very hard time in my life, man. It, it's kind of strange. I even feel strange talking about it right now because I've shut that out. Tied it up, threw that shit away. But basically, I grew up in a household where emotions really weren't shown. Like, my mom is very strong, and my dad is very strong. So they basically, bang, it was kind of like a, 
deal with it and move on type of thing. They was always working. I mean, my mom was basically trying to make the best life for me and my brother. So I don't think she really had time to to give me that that emotion or that feeling. So, man, that's basically where I don't want to say a lot of it, but some of the things stem from. But it was it just wasn't a place where I love you or I'm proud of you was said almost at all, man. I've recently gotten to the point where I've realized I can't become that type of parent to my children. And I started being that man that has to be able to show those things to my kids while they're still young. Like it's not because I don't want to, I feel it. I just never was taught to actually go ahead and say that. Or you just said that not too long ago. You don't have to repeat it. No, you have to repeat this to your children, man. Let get that installed in their head because they need to know these things in order to feel like they can come to you and talk to you with anything. If you don't tell them these things, they're going to keep things from you and they're just going to basically rebel. But they need to know that you're proud of them, that you love them on the daily basis. Not once a month, not once a year, not once a week. Tell them this on the daily. Just because, man. Like, don't wait till shit gets too far. And then you you feel like, oh, I should have did this. No, don't don't let it get to that point where you feel like you should have done something different. It's crazy, man. But yeah, I basically changed that. Like while my kids are still young, like you got to do that on a daily basis. It means a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, Even I now have a problem. You know, well, I wouldn't say I have a problem. It's just like saying I love you is like a major thing to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't say it to anyone. Of course not. But. Even when I do say it, it's like that pause. And, you know, I was talking about it with someone and um, she just was telling me basically like, you know, there's you, you, you have a problem saying it because, you know, she helped me figure out that I have a problem saying it because, you know, when I was younger, I just I, I saw people say I mean, I heard people say it, but with the, but their actions were different. So it made me kind of like hesitant on really saying it with people because people just treat you wrong. They they say I love you and then they do some mm-hmm. bullshit and it's like so I don't really want to say it. I don't want to I don't want to be vulnerable and I don't want to let you in. I definitely don't want to say I love you. And I'm working on it. You know, I'm working on saying stuff like that even to my family and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I was growing up and I wasn't really taught to be emotional or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was emotional, but you know, I went through some things and I didn't really have time to be emotional. I was kind of a spaced out kid. And, um, you know, the only emotion I, I knew was really anger for real, for real. And, you know, I, I, I would get angry sometimes, you know, I had a little anger issues, but, um, you know, after getting through that, you know, getting older, I became more sensitive and I started to um, learn about myself, you know, what what gets me to certain levels and what, what gets me upset, what gets me sad and everything like that. But um, what was most important is that I've grown emotionally. You know, emotional maturity is very, very important. And I've learned that, you know, it's OK to show emotion. You know, men have to learn to show emotions because it's like. You know, if you grew up in a household, your mom's like, you know, don't show emotion. You know, boys don't cry, you know. OK. And then you get into a relationship and, you know, you don't you ain't going to show emotion to your wife. Bro, that's- and then like, and then how are you even going to, you know, how does that how does that work? 
Exactly. And and me being a married man, I, I can sit here and admit like me growing up that way and being told that that's a very a stereotype that has to be taken down. Like men aren't supposed to show emotion, not supposed to cry. Like that that took a toll on my marriage at one point and hey man, there's one thing you gotta learn, man. You can't you it's crazy because that that shit you gotta you gotta let that go, man. You gotta be that type of person. You have to show emotion, especially to someone you plan on being with for the rest of your life. You can't let what you went through back then affect on how you show love to someone else because that person definitely doesn't deserve it. I believe um, I believe Shrek said it best. You know, men are like onions. You know, we have layers, layers. <laughs> he said ogres, but you get the picture. I feel you. You know, and that the one for you is going to tear down those layers and tear down those mm-hmm. walls. You know, if she's not actively he or she isn't trying to trying to do that. You know, maybe that one isn't the one. She's for not you. the one. But if she is literally trying to do that and she's, she's she's trying to help you not only help the marriage, but she's trying to help you as a person. I've got to let her do it. I've cried plenty of times in front of the one I love. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know. Happens, it, was, man. It, it was a cool experience. It was it was a cool experience. You know, like the good. best part is just just seeing how they take it. I mean, cause some I guess some men just don't think that this person is going to take it. Like some might think they're going to laugh or make fun of them. Like mm-hmm. just letting that emotion out and seeing that this person embraces it and they're there for you. It, it's a good feeling, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they, a lot of men might not show it. It can be a part of um, another mental health disorder, which is um, I wanted to touch on PTSD. So they might have cried in school, mm-hmm. and then the whole classroom laughed. Now you might think that's light, but he might—that's unresolved. He or she might carry that, you know, around, you know, and right into their twenties. And you know, now they don't show no weakness. They good, you know, but inside they're really hurting. You know, anger, anger, and anxiety. Anger can come. Anxiety can be masked as anger. Anxiety can be masked as so many things. So an angry person is really hurt. So it's like every time, you know, they cry, they might be reliving that part in their head. So a lot of us go through things, and when certain situations happen, we're reliving it constantly, constantly reliving it because it's not resolved. Mm -hmm. So that PTSD is is, is very real. It's very real, whether it's, you know, you saw your mom get beat up or your dad get beat up or your brother get beat up. You're reliving it, you know, certain triggers, you know. Um, make you reliever in your head and this is where therapy comes in and it's very important that you take your steps to therapy like it's okay to go to therapy right 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 it's like um like like going off of that like i used to think that ptsd was like only for military people and like it, it kind of took me a while to understand that any trauma in life could could set you down that road but like you mentioned triggers, man, is it is it any triggers that put you in into a depressed state of mind nowadays? Like I know it's a lot in the media. Like uh, uh man, that's that's a good that's a good question. Triggers that put me in a depressed state of mind. Um when I I guess when I see like pictures of black men hanging or getting shot, that kinda that kind of depresses me. That makes me feel like doubtful for the future at times. That makes me feel like no matter how high I go, you know, someone could hurt me just for being successful. 
Um, when when I see any black person locked up, to be honest, it kind of makes me sad. It kind of, or when I, yeah, that kind of, you know, because I have had experience like that. You know, I've had a police officer put a gun on me, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of puts me in that state, and it's like kind of makes me sad about some stuff. And um, yeah, yeah, that that that's that's kind of my PTSD, or you know, just you know, I I got you know I got robbed before, you know, so I kind of. See certain things kind of put me in that mood, you know. Certain things I don't do. Yeah, I feel you. So yeah, I mean, mine is like um, some triggers I get is is mine's is more like relationship slash marriage based. So it's like I know, like I've I've I can come out and say I've said this plenty of times. So in the beginning of my marriage, I had a hard time showing love, and that that took a toll on my marriage and put a, a strain on everything. So. After um, I mean, some things happened and basically caused some some separation in there. But um, it's like once I learned to take that wall down, it 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 was hard for me because I built that wall up for a long time. I've been hurt in the past. I built that wall up, so it was kind of hard letting it down. But when I finally did, it opened up my mind and everything. But it's like nowadays when I even be on social media or even on movies when I see like a guy treating his wife or his woman wrong or cheating on him, any type of thing that kind of like, like I never cheated like that, but like even being that way and being closed off to their wife or treating them badly, like it kind of makes me depressed because at one point I was that closed off guy. So I'm glad I came out of that. Like, me and my wife are good. Like we talk about it all the time. We got past that moment. So just being able to evolve from that makes me, makes me proud of myself. And just when it brings me anything that I see brings me back to thinking how I was, that kind of puts me in that state, but I'm I'm glad I came out of that. I'm glad we worked through it. And Hey man, it's a constant process. We working through it every single day. Woo-hoo. Let's go! Thank you, thank you. Lighten the mood a little bit, got a little, you know. But but you know what it is, what it is, you know. Um, you know what I've realized too. You know, I can't even though it's good to open up. I'm not going like act like that. You shouldn't be selective about who you open up with because people will really use mm-hmm. your stuff against you. And I and I and and it, that's a trigger for me. That's why I don't let people in. Now I feel like I have I have better intuition on who to let in, especially when someone's prying. I hate when someone's prying. Like yo, chill. If I didn't let you in, like I didn't let you in for a reason. So setting boundaries is very important, especially when you have different type of anxieties. You know, people people want to be around you. They want to suck your energy up. They energy vampires. They don't really care about you. So some people just. Want to sit around and just ask you all these questions just to know your business? Like, no, you know. And then later on, they'll be talking about you on social media, or you're here secondhand. You're like, wow, like they're talking about me, and I just, you know, I just told this person something. Like, you got to understand, everyone isn't like you. So there's people out there that really just is there for bullshit. They just want to, they just want to watch the world burn. They just want to mess with you and have no good intentions for you. Right, right, man. And like a lot, one thing y'all got to understand out there is that <clears throat> you cannot fix mental health problems with with alcohol or drugs. It, it's only going to make it worse, man. 
you might feel better for the for the time being and it might help you talk or feel like you're talking. You could it could make you talk to the wrong person. That's gonna end up taking that information and doing something you'll regret with. But y'all gotta stop running to alcohol and drugs when when you're feeling this way. It's it's not gonna help, man. I'm telling you, and it's gonna bring about an addiction to where you're depending on these things every time you're feeling this way. You gotta work through these things by talking to people, by being true to yourself or or praying. Like talk to God about it, man. Just just don't turn to don't turn to anything that you can get addicted to. Mm-hmm. Like we have, uh, like like um, the rapper of the XX Tenacion. Yeah, was that the one who passed away over drug overdose? Was it? No, no, was no, that? no. He was murdered. Um, right. who passed? One of the rappers. Um, right. Was, was it Juice World? Juice World. Yeah, yeah. He had he had did a lot of drugs and he overdosed. He was and but in his music, you know, he he was saying it like I take this, I take this. Right, right. And you know, unfortunately, it takes stars of that caliber for people <laughs> to listen to. You know, mental health is real. Mm-hmm. Um. Kid Cudi, I'm reading this article right now. It says, uh, back in 2016, Kid Cudi spoke openly about his depression on social media. Um, following his res- this revelation, the internet made it a point to talk about black men's mental health um, with the hashtag, you good man. And then we have Kanye West. You know, he attended therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was going through a lot. I mean, it was evident. He was talking crazy on Twitter. <laughs> like, yes, people was laughing, but he really had a mental health breakdown. And um yeah, I, I definitely remember that. And if you look up on YouTube, you can see an interview with J. Cole talking about everything he uses in his life, like meditation. You know, that's a good solution to um facing the everyday the everyday um drama of just waking up and, and, and being human. It's a lot of stress sometimes. So meditation is I definitely um vouch for meditation to uh help anybody through um Anything they're going through, you know, as far as anxiety and any other mental mental issues, meditation will definitely help. Yeah, correct, man. And just um, running back on that, uh, y'all can see these people like these are celebrities, man. These are people with money. Like any of y'all that think money is going to change problems like this, it, it doesn't. You may think you because you're able to buy whatever you want. It's going to make like, bro, that y'all really got to think about it. That shit does not change. Mental health It doesn't It doesn't change depression Anxiety None of that It doesn't It doesn't Take care of your mental health Man Yo Take PTO from that job They don't care about you You die today <laughs> They will replace you tomorrow mm-hmm. Take your right mental health The next day man <laughs> Take man, mental sad. health Self care is the best Self care is the best care Take that vacation Get that group on massage Oh, I don't care what you got to do. Go to the damn strip club if you got to. It's a little unorthodox, but do what you got to do to release that stress from you. You're right, but, but you got to understand. In a healthy way. In a healthy way. In a healthy don't, way. Don't take uh, these as, don't take going to the strip club and, and blowing all your money. Don't take it to the next level because then you're going to have other problems. You right. Know? Like I said earlier, don't turn these things into an addiction to get you through a little part And, and there's life. some people Who's easily addicted to stuff So mm-hmm. if you have that friend You can see who's easily Turned something to be addicted to You need to step in Into that Um And uh Definitely And Who Who um Who was the latest rapper Somebody um There was a rapper who Who Who, who committed suicide This was recently 
I'm trying to think. No, it wasn't recently. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't get on us about not knowing these things. Like I said, I try. Yeah, to, we we try not to try to stay away stay from these away type from of things, things like that. But what was what's most important is that you know you, you communicate whether it's in a, your significant other or family. Go talk to that family member you ain't talked to in a while. I know everybody got that cousin. Everybody got that friend that they don't really talk to because they let life get you get you caught up. You know, life loves to keep you busy. Yo, do this, do that. You got to pay this. But what's really important is the people in our lives and helping them is most important, whether it be just taking them somewhere or just uh, having a simple conversation with them. Call that friend. Call that family member. Because you never know what's going on. Depression is so um, subtle. It has so many forms. Depression may take the form of um, OCD. Mm-hmm. Why is this person cleaning so much? Why is this, They might have got beat <laughs> every time a, a damn feather was out of place when he was right. little. That right. shit is real. You know, or, 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 or hit that friend up who's never in a relationship but got relationship advice. Because they've been beat or whatever in a relationship, and they might have suit. They might have they might have suicidal thoughts. You never know. Never you know, know they man. might be tired. Of, oh, he hit me this time. Oh, it's say. Oh, it ain't nothing. Don't worry about it, girl. Call that friend. Get that friend some help. Don't be. Don't be sitting there letting your friend get beat on. I don't like and say and say. Oh, oh, that's her. Oh, that's her. She are no, no. I, I I don't play that, man. I don't like passive people like that. I mean, I understand sometimes you may not know how to. Handle a situation for someone else You may not know the right thing to say Just talk to them man Don't don't be that person that just like That says things like that Like oh hey, he won't do it again girl You alright what did you do wrong for him to make him do? Like mm. don't be Don't associate yourself with people like that Man if they really care they would It would be they, there For real they would they might not know what to say But they will try to find the words to say to be there for you Like you don't need people like that in your life I'm telling you not at all. It's too many. It, it just much. I know the news and the media always showing you bad stuff, but there's still as much good as there, if not more good than bad. They only show you bad so they can scare you. Fear is fear based. Right, man. Right, right. And just yeah, man. I mean, real, running man. down the family thing, like if like uh, it's never worth it, man. Patched up, patch up them old beefs. I'm trying to tell you, life is short. <laughs> Life is Man, I'm telling you uh, And like I recently It's, it's funny you mentioned that Because I recently Like got that in my head Like it's, it's Forgiveness It's not man. worth it man Especially when it's over dumb shit Which a lot of everything is <laughs> Over dumb shit It's never worth it That y'all want to hold on To y'all pride so bad about Man just just fix it man I'm quick to say You got it man I ain't even Or I love you You know See I'm working on it I said it So you know You're right You're right And like yeah. one thing my wife has brought to my mind recently is that when when I get upset with somebody, I, I just leave them alone. And I mean that they you're kind of talking ghosting, if that's what you want to call it. But I'm trying to get rid of that negative energy in my life automatically. So bang, you got something to say with me? You got a problem with me or something? <laughs> I might answer the phone and listen to you say it. But after that, I'm just be like, oh, okay, all right. Like I want to get off the phone with you because you're already taking my good energy. From just by opening up And I mean I'm wrong for that Because I should be able to open up And say what I say back So we can fix this But Like I said That's one thing she brought She brought up to me That I do a lot And I'm I'm working on that I'm working on that mm. Right 
That's right. See, he's working on it. Everyone's working. I'm trying. On something. We're all trying to work towards something. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been nice talking about these things, you know, um, about emotions and stuff. It's 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 unfortunate that we got to go through things in order to get to this level, but it's okay because pain creates growth. Right. Yeah. Final um, thoughts. Final, final thoughts. thoughts. Man. It's just like he said, man. It's it's hard. Go man. to therapy. That's and, my final thoughts. And I'm not gonna sit here and tell you if you go to therapy or if you talk to somebody, it's gonna go away. In a day, like it's an everyday thing, bro. It's an everyday, everyday struggle. Every day, it could be anything that's that's just making you feel depressed, man. It's, See, it's a crazy. job, definitely a job. Ninety five Americans still don't like their jobs, man. What's up with that, man? Damn, son, and I don't went through things with jobs that like legit jobs have been the reason I was depressed, man. But like, yo, I've I've come a long way in life, man, and I'm glad I had somebody there. With me every step of the way Helping me out Keeping me on the right path And like it it shows man It it takes a while But like I said These things are not going to go away overnight man You got to continuously seek help Continuously talk to people And and let these feelings out Find the right person to do that with If somebody is showing you they care Let them care man Don't push them away because you you think They don't understand They They may have a hard time understanding because they don't know what you're going through But just explain it to them man If that person is taking the time to listen They are obviously there for you So let that person be there for you mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> uh, more final thoughts that this is, this is, There's plenty of outlets nowadays In order these things um, If you have suicidal thoughts There's a hotline If you if you um, co- uh, Writing is a good skill If you have any If you have in trouble Journaling Journaling Talk to your favorite person um, suicide. There's suicide hotline. There's therapy. There's, um, there's 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 groups on Facebook you can literally talk to and help and um that that'll reach out and help you if any any problems you have. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna lead. We're gonna um end this with the suicide hotline number. Suicide. Anyone wants to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. The number is eight zero zero two seven three. Eight two five five. One more time, it is eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Yes, sir. Because it's never worth it. It's never worth it. Somebody out there loves you. You can email us if you need to talk. We will answer. You can call anytime. We will answer. Definitely, definitely. We're here to help, man. That's what we're here to do. So peace, love. See you on in the next episode, man. Yeah. Miss me when it's too late I'ma be the reason why my team ate And why this shit be playing me like two day Making timeless pieces like I'm Johnny Dang, God, dang, I'm just trying to ride